<coughs> Hello, universe. <coughs> Whoa. Sorry about that. A little frog in the throat. Uh, a little marijuana in the book. I, uh, I will say the one thing about living on the edge financially is that when things go wrong, like only one of your two weeks you worked gets paid at Home Depot, oh, fuck, man. It just turns your immediate day upside down into a, well, this crisis has to be solved, and you can't get a hold of anybody that can solve it, so now it just persists, and yeah. So that's been what yesterday was, and into today. But since today is Phoebe's birthday, yay, she made it to 12. A bet that I would not have taken, nor would I have made, not in the last year. So... Her will to live is shockingly high, almost as good as the cat's. It's good. Well done on the bad grammar transition, but um, that's not what I got on to talk about. I know that what I said I would get on to talk about this time was liars. And the, um, the scenario in which the liar uses the various trusts, inclinations, and um, let's face it, laziness of the listener to take advantage of situations um, and repeatedly doing so in their favor creates a landscape in which the liars have the trustworthy duped to the core. And that's where we sit today. So trying to somewhat help all of you goody goodies learn what it's like to be a malevolent son of a bitch who does not care about what the fallout is when it comes to my actions. In the ultimate scheme of things, so long as that fallout is manageable and minimal to any individual I care about, well, then maybe my lying schemes are something I can justify. Or however your bandwidth is here, those who are willing to play schemes will have some level of justification for what they're doing because they know they're stepping outside their humanity, at least initially. But once they become enabled, once they become those who say, pull the shenanigans Wall Street polls. Well, now you're up to a new level of lying player. And these players are the ones who get in the games that are for real. They're for keeps and that are... I will take it one step further than you because I'm willing to compromise that much more of my humanity to prove I'll come out on top. The ones who are willing to do whatever it takes are the scary ones. And those are the ones who, unfortunately, end up at the highest levers of social control. I guess it's the best way to put it. But for now, we're going to pause and take a bong hit before we get too far afield here. Okay, I'm pause. Uh, wait, pause. I'm pause. Okay, so my intent was to go through mm, without coughing. Um... My list of ways we're susceptible to lies and talk about the deviant behavior currently alive in society today is taking advantage of that susceptibility. Seeing isn't believing. Well, you can walk that one back to 9-11. Until they show us an actual plane going into the Pentagon, I do not believe we have seen what they tell us to believe. Uh, let's see. Dominators versus cooperators. Where in the world are the dominators in the most advantageous position and the cooperators in the least? How about within the primary results of the Democratic Party that mandated 
Hillary Clinton take over Bernie Sanders' lead because she was the anointed one that the party believed in, not the one the people had chosen. Again, the dominators take over for the cooperators. Because we trust, um, well, (laughs) um, we'll just call that the uh, recent rollout of a vaccine that was created in less than three months and usually takes 10 years. Why? Because we trust. We seek reinforcement. Yeah, we do. We seek reinforcement for whatever worldview we currently have. What if it's one that necessitates God is the creator of all things? Well, then any miraculous seen event is God's doing. Or what if God doesn't exist and, frankly, all of this is chaos? Then any miraculous seen event is seen as just the coincidence of randomness in play. But I feel like when you stumble into the truths of the universe, they set themselves apart differently. Like study the Mandelbrot set and see what symmetry can be stricken from simple formulaic repetition in the most hmm, mesmerizing form. In other words, it is true that we are looking for reinforcement for our own set of worldview um, realities, but I sometimes think when we strike upon universal truth, we notice that it's even more reinforcing than what some messaging from within our own structured realities is presenting. Sometimes real truth does emerge. So that reinforcement, that seeking of reinforcement, though not always... uh, for the best of intentions, can sometimes lead to the best of outcomes. We succumb to authority. All right. Um, Any any media repeated uh, situational description of how events went down is an example of us succumbing to authority. I saw this over and over in the Sandy Hook investigation when no real evidence was being presented, but they kept telling us more and more of what they had learned. It's like, okay, by, based on what? <laughs> I mean, what do you, what do you invest in? What do you, and, and why aren't you filling in on all these loose ends that never got tied up? I, I mean, so <laughs> if we're going to allow authority to tell us the situation rather than to, with all um, transparency isn't enough, it's good intention of doing right by the people, because that's the position you've been put in. That is the kind of authority that we should be succumbing to, not the version that we have now. All right, we go along to get along. Uh, how about um, our affinity for sports, but city by city? I mean, football's football, right? Why am I not rooting for the best football to be on TV every week? I want to see the best players making the best plays at the highest level. Or, no, I actually want to see my team win, regardless. I don't care if it happens because the refs make it a bad call, as long as we win. Um, so, our ability to become part of the scene, well... That part spooks me. I mean, it's obviously part of our 
inherent nature to tribe up, to qualify in group groupings, geographical, maybe even, I don't know. But we go along to get along. And I'm, I'm number one uh, go-alonger to get alonger on the list. That's a huge weakness of mine. Um, we follow the science, we follow the dogma, we follow the religious uh, text. We are committed to our frame of reference, and when it tells us something, we buy it. I was a sciencey guy. You could say that was my dogma. I spurred religion because of it. But I still believe that the scientific method is a method of acquiring information allowed us, us to see truth that the universe presents. Science has been twisted into a label of uh, authoritative uh, uh, reputation that it doesn't deserve. And it's dogmatic in that it has no room for counterpoint evidence, even though it persists and realizes itself across the landscape. Oh, we'll just keep ignoring all of that. You go, science. Much like religion has to be put in the same positions. Because the only way of acquiring knowledge that makes any sense is acquiring repeatable knowledge that somebody somewhere else can do exactly what you did to show exactly the same result, or else it's not knowledge. And, yeah, that means a lot of shit. We think of what we know as not knowledge. It's belief, which is my next line. Twisting our belief against us no problemo, Slamo. Boy, if you start thinking that belief is more important than evidence-based knowledge, now you're twisted by the balls. And sure, there are things in this universe that you will know, that you will believe, that you will think. But that's all they are. And that's all you get to treat them as. You don't get to serve them up as some sort of superior information upon which others must now judge and be judged therein. <laughs> no. Prove to me you have uh, insightful and, uh, and repeatable religious uh, uh, miraculous epiphanies and we can start having a conversation about what it is that you know that I don't. But I'm going to need to see some miracles. Because until then, again, the scientific method is the best evidence-gathering collection of data that we have. And it means all of us are looking at the same reality. Beliefs are immediately taking what is what to be known versus what is to be believed, and now realities start to separate. So belief is something that we obviously will never get rid of. I don't even think that's necessarily the goal. But it's one way that liars use our good instincts against us. Um, repeating the message, repeating the message, repeating the message... Controlling the media is a huge win. The CIA knows it. So that's, I mean, that, that's, that's the basis of brainwashing. But whatever all of them are saying simultaneously, you know has been manicured. It may even be close to the truth, but it may be the direct opposite. If they're all in unistep with the story and narrative as it went down in real time, be careful. That level of repetition shouldn't happen. We should be in a chaotic moment of unsure, uncertainty, unknowedness. 
not lockstep unison repeat message across all stations. And <clears throat> if you don't think being stroked works, that you can be sold a message through sex, money, fame, whatever the glitz, the glamour, the I am, I am, I am side of society offers, it's, oh, it's there all the time. And we're suckers for it. I am. I'm not a hypocrite. I have to check in when I'm being persuaded by uh, my lesser instincts. So do all of us. It's not that big a deal. The problem is when you start to not think that's alive and and taking advantage of you 24-7. It's constant. So your battle against it is constant. Or sooner or later, you're a pawn to some of it, if not a lot of it. The idea of protecting what's ours that's tied very closely to maintaining the status quo. Um, a good liar will use situational concern. You know, if this gets out, and think about how silly it is that this even happened. But if this gets out, and people hear this, what is the first thing they're going to think? They're going to think that everything we've stood for up until now is bullshit. So I don't see how we don't just put a lid on this right here and say nothing like this has ever even occurred. It can never, ever be verified unless one of the three of us comes to the table to verify it. So the three of us just now committed a lifelong secret. Yeah, I mean, protecting what's ours, maintaining the status quo. If you're in a position of advantage and there's a crack in the advantage-taking position that looks like it could lead to a full damn burst and the whole thing coming down, well, fuck, man. That's a little patchwork right now. Right now. So what if we weakened our entire structure? We've gotten through this. So, emotionally reactive. I'm going to leave that one off for now because I'm not sure I even want that one in the group. Emotions matter, and I think... Being twisted through our emotions is certainly something liars are good at, but using our emotions to suss out the liars is critical. So I'm not sure that when you're having an emotionally reactive moment in a conversational situation that you're not actually being alarm belled, that you're talking to a liar. So that was coming out for that reason. Brainwashed is obvious. We've already been down that road. Being brainwashed is just part of the game at this point. How you alleviate yourself from as much of that as possible is really the, the counterpoint. Uh, we're prone to overgeneralizations, yes. Try not to think because one thing's one way that everything in a similar vein is in that way. That's another way liars will take advantage of you. I would. That's a big one. Especially because it's easy to create surrounding supportive evidence that makes your incident look um, quantifiably uh, not that irregular. In other words, you can... You can more easily reinforce things through coincidental generalizations than you can through, say, actually having the science behind you. Whatever. Um, and then you can plead on people's ignorance. Hell, yeah, you can. And from everything from the law to education to geography, people nowadays at least have Google. But people are also lazy. And there's a certain sensibility that if you want to deal with the fact that you're being, that you're in a society where liars exist and they exist with nefarious outcomes intended against you, well, then you got to do some of the legwork. You got to be ready to step up and do some of the fucking 
I don't know if that's fucking true, and I'm not going to take your word for it. I'm going to verify. As long as you're willing to have that attitude, then you can get through whatever sense the liars are throwing at you. But you can't get lazy and just start to accept that whatever source blankety-blank is always giving you the truth. Because at that point, is immediately going to be counterpointed and given something that's nonsense. And you'll believe it, and you'll pass it on, and you'll be the problem. So... I hate admitting how much of these tactics I would use, but I see them in play today often. I know these still exist. I wasn't the sole player of this bullshit scheme. So watch out. Know you're being lied to. Know that people out there are trying to take advantage of you, and whenever you have that sense that that's a lie, let that sense rest. It's important. Trusting yourself comes with knowing when you're hearing falsities. And they're everywhere right now. So listen up. It's your job to do so.